Welcome to the Legal Marketing 101 podcast presented by Rosen Advertising. I'm your host, Toby Rosen. Today, we're going to be talking about CRM systems. This is one of the things that people talk to me about or or ask me about or just go on and on about choosing a CRM and which one should they use and they need this feature and they're really committed to this particular CRM because it has these features and their receptionist likes it or um, whatever the reason is. Essentially, we go on and on about what features we're going to need and what we're going to use and all of these little pieces that that ultimately are very, very small decisions. So when we're talking about CRM systems, the first thing I want to talk about is not wasting time on the decision. What we don't want to do when trying to choose a CRM system is spend way too much time on the decision before we actually implement anything. So it's, it's really, really easy to you know think through this feature and, okay, we're going to use this like this and we're going to use this piece with the document automation and the forms and um, we're going to use all these different things. And when we actually get to implementing it, we only ever end up using it as a glorified Rolodex. So that's the first thing to avoid is spending way too much time on this decision, overthinking it. In general, when it comes to CRM systems, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it does matter at a certain point, And we'll talk in a second about my favorite systems and, and some of the things you need to look for when choosing a CRM system. But what you really need to do initially, if you don't have a CRM system now, is start using a CRM system. Anyone, the first one, the last one that was recommended to you by anyone that you mildly trust or the last ad you saw on YouTube, whatever it is, just start entering people in there. Or or even if it's not putting them into a CRM system, start putting them into a spreadsheet. So if you're not doing any kind of client relationship management, if you don't have a list at the very basis of this, um, you know, if you don't have that, that's what you need to do first. So before you worry about which system has the best uh, SMS autoresponders or which systems have lead scoring and stuff like that, just make sure you have a list. You're recording some basic data about clients, when you did the intake, when their first contact with you was, how much they paid, you know, what their case type is, all that sort of vital statistics when it comes to a client relationship. So when it comes to actual systems and, and what we want to use for our CRM, there are a couple of right answers. The first right answer is whatever you're using now. Now, there are situations where the system that you're in has zero integration with anything else. It just doesn't offer the tracking or the capability or the automation that you're looking for, and you may need a switch. And there are those situations. But in most cases, people are underutilizing their current CRM, and they're essentially making this jump to a new CRM because of what some people call shiny object syndrome. They're just getting distracted by the latest, greatest thing, and jumping right on over to that. So we really want to avoid getting stuck in that shiny object syndrome loop and just jumping from system to system without ever really building or iterating on the system that you have. So that's that's the big piece of which system is best. The first system that's the best is the one that you have right now. The next system is one that meets a few of your requirements. And it's important to think about this a little bit in the long term of, okay, I am going to want to expand this into having document automation, you know, putting reasonable goals for the CRM to do things, looking at those kind of things. The next best kind of CRM is one that's cheap or that gives you a free trial. That's the other best way to deal with this. Mark out some time over a 14 or 30 day period, whatever the the software gives you, and really work on implementing some of those pieces. You know, go through a particular client's flow and say, okay, how can we deal with this flow from A to Z 
you know, automating it in each piece of our CRM system, of our email system, making sure that all of that is connected so that the client experience is flawless and as much as possible is automated so we save as much time as possible. So that's sort of the second one. The third one is a basic CRM. And when I say a basic CRM, there are a lot of these out there. Now, we're talking about Salesforce. For CRMs, it's sort of the creme de la creme. It's in a lot of ways, not a basic CRM, but it has a huge number of basic CRM functions. What you can do with Salesforce and what people typically do with Salesforce is very similar to sort of out of the box, you know, standard small business CRM systems, things like HubSpot, things like ActiveCampaign, which is really more on the email side. Um, Monday has a lot of those features. There's a lot of these systems, Pipedrive, and they all do very similar tasks. They move people through the sales process. And that's essentially what we're looking to do here. Well, a lot of what happens with lawyers is that we're, we really just need to demystify the marketing and sales process and say, you know what, it's all one piece and it's connected to the intake process. And if we don't do all of that well, there won't ever be a matter at the end of that pipeline. So when it comes to the actual CRM system, again, the choice is not as important as what you feel comfortable with. You don't want to spend a lot of time obsessing about this decision and trying to decide, okay, are the automation features in ActiveCampaign at the $40 a month level going to get me enough stuff or do I really need to go ahead and go to HubSpot or go to Pipedrive at $25 a month. What are, what are the options? And there are tons and tons of these options. So what I would do, like I said in number one, is just pick one. What you want to do most is start using it. Because eventually, yes, you may become constrained by the software. You may feel that, oh, it doesn't do this particular function that we need it to do. It doesn't send our new meeting requests directly to our calendars. And we can't send out multiple notifications when a new calendar appointment is made. You may get to that point where you do feel that constraint, but when you get to that point and you feel that constraint, you're already going to have built a system in your current CRM system that is A, defined and easy to migrate, and B, saving you enough time and money where you can afford to do a migration and move to that next piece. You'll be able to figure out the dollar value of automating a particular process because you have actually set up your CRM system. So I think this is the overarching message of, of this particular podcast is there may be changes at, at some point, but the goal with all of these changes is to be at a point where we can... Uh, determine whether or not those changes are financially responsible. Most firms are in a position where they have some of these elements set up, but if you ask them what their average revenue per client is, their, their number doesn't come from their CRM system. It comes from a billing system somewhere else. What their cost per acquisition is, if they know it, is often a number that, again, doesn't come from uh, the CRM system. It comes from just eyeballing essentially numbers from Google ads or Facebook ads or a local radio station. So the big thing that you're going to get out of your CRM beyond all the time saving and client experience improvements is you're going to get an actual understanding of where money's coming in from and where dollars are going out to. That's the big thing you want to have at the end of your CRM system setup is that full end-to-end integration of the data, because that's what we're, we're doing here at every single point is moving more data along in the pipeline and trying to add more data to it so that our system has a more complete picture of what's happening. So that's the, the key element here with CRM systems is to 
build as much in the system that you have. Try and make as comprehensive of a system for your team and for your clients as possible. And when you run up against those barriers and you're a little constrained by the system or there's the feature that you're missing and you really want it, but the calendars don't work right in your CRM and you can't connect Calendly, that's when you can make a change. Up until that point, if you say, we've built out every single feature, up until you've built out all of those features, don't move. Don't even consider moving to a new CRM because it's not worth it yet. Build out everything you can in your current CRM. Unless it's a complete dumpster fire and you really can't clean it up, you want to just work with the system that you have, get data flowing through it, try to create that integration of all the pieces that you're working with, and just see how far you can get. So those are sort of my main points when it comes to CRM systems. When it comes to what I actually like, I've mentioned it a couple of times in this episode, but Active Campaign. So there will be an affiliate link to that in the show notes, but Active Campaign is super, super powerful. And if you're thinking about switching CRMs or switching email programs like MailChimp or Lawmatics on the legal side, Active Campaign should definitely be one that you look into. It's a really solid program, not only for email stuff. So we use it for autoresponders and newsletters and follow-ups for email forms and follow-ups for client meetings, but we also use it as our primary automation system. So it essentially stores all of our client data. It runs our CRM function. It has lead scoring, so we can do that on any of our client sites. Uh, And we have really strong automation tools there. So we can automate both a lot of really cool things that are built into Active Campaign and any third-party apps we want to use via Zapier and other automation or API or webhook sources. So we have a huge amount of flexibility in what we can do. And that's one thing that we talked a little bit about. Um, when you're looking at CRM systems, you want to see what features that they have and what are the critical things that you need to look for. One of the most critical things is integrations. And a lot of legal-specific CRMs, they don't have any integrations, no API. They're a completely isolated system. And that can be really challenging for, for firms when they want to move their data to other systems or use other services, and they don't integrate with their current practice management software. So looking for what software your CRM system integrates with is definitely one you want to keep at the top of the list. Active Campaign, though, integrates with a huge number of services through Zapier, like I said. And Zapier, if you're not familiar with it, get familiar, because it has a huge number of connections, and it might have connections for your legal-specific CRM, but it has so many connections for moving data from one place to another. And that's really critical when we're doing things like document automation, or we're sending out client intake forms, or even when we're tracking conversions, or sending out SMS, and there's a lot of things that we can do through Zapier. So Active Campaign is definitely on the top of my list at the moment for, for CRM systems. On that list as well is HubSpot. HubSpot's a really powerful system, but it's in a significantly higher price bracket. So it's typically suited for a team that's larger than 15 or 20 people, usually with a sales team, as their sales functions are really built out to a an outbound sales team, as well as the inbound course. So they have very robust inbound marketing features, and it's a great platform for that. But I don't really think it makes any sense for most firms to jump up to that level until they're hitting pretty significant seven-figure, eight-figure revenues, or they are running outbound sales. So in a bankruptcy firm, it might make sense. A lot of a lot of systems where there are even direct mail stuff, it can be really good to run through a CRM system like HubSpot. So those are a couple of my favorites in the legal space, 
Clio is pretty good, but there are some issues with data isolation. It does integrate with Zapier, but we don't get a lot of refer data, and tracking long-term can become pretty challenging. I won't get too much into the pitfalls there. I do like Clio as software, and I think it's very easy to use, and it's a really great place to get started with CRMs. But long-term, for most firms who are serious about tracking their marketing spend and tracking their return on investment, Clio really just doesn't cut it, especially at scale. Join us next week for the next episode of the Legal Marketing 101 podcast. And as always, if you have any questions, please contact us through our website, rosenadvertising.com.